Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, Search My Heart. It's inspired by Psalms 139, 23 through 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Wow. When I think about this text, I'm reminded that we have to be in a place of humility to even ask God to search our hearts. He already knows what's in our hearts, but it's for our revelation. We should want to ask God to search our hearts so that he can reveal all things that are sinful or out of order. They could have been blind sides. And it helps us to get back on track with what we've been thinking about and even our motives. Psalms 51:17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. So when we think about sacrifices to God, the text is indicating they are a broken spirit and a contrite heart. This is a state of humility. When we have a broken spirit, we have an increased sensitivity to sin. It, it gives us, it causes us to be mindful of our con- the conditions of our hearts that prompts us to sin. Contrite means feeling or showing sorrow and remorse for a sin or shortcoming. When we sin, we're not called to be condemned, but we're called to be convicted. But a contrite heart is showing remorse like, man, I don't want to do that ever again. It actually helps us to get to a place of repentance when we have a contrite heart. We shouldn't sin and and then laugh about it, joke about it. Yeah, I remember when I used to do that or, you know, I just, you know, because is that showing a contrite heart? Or is that showing insensitivity to sin that God doesn't like? And so a contrite heart brings us into sensitivity to how this sin can impact our lives and the lives of others. And so in Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Here we have it. Our heart is described as being deceitful and desperately wicked. And so if that's the case, we want to be sensitive to what we allow in our hearts. We want to make sure that we're not meditating on negativity, 
that we're not watching negativity, that we're not listening to negativity, because this is what can cause our hearts to be deceitful. And when God searches our hearts, he reveals everything that is out of order in our hearts, everything that's causing our heart and heart, whether it's unforgiveness, selfishness, um, impure motives, all of this is revealed in our hearts. And we can't assume that our, we, we can't assume that our hearts are always going to be in the right posture especially if it has become hardened over the years. So this means, you know, you, you could have been maybe a Christian for 15 or 20 years and think that the heart, your heart is in, in the right posture, but you can be in 10 to 15 to 20 years of unforgiveness and not even know it. Or be in a place of selfishness for 10, 15, and 20 years and not even know it. You can be selfish and be a great teacher or minister or evangelist or whatever. You can fill in the blank. It can be a heart condition that's a blind side. So this is why the scripture search my heart. It helps us to be mindful of sin that has been undercover. That, that you can't see it because it's a heart issue. I can't look at a person and say, you know, you have a selfish issue because you can't see it. it. It comes out eventually in actions, but you can't necessarily see that. You can't necessarily see unforgiveness. You can't necessarily see unpure motives. So this is why we have to go to God in a posture of humility and ask him to search our hearts so that the things that have been hidden for so long surface and that we can deal with it through the dependency of the Holy Spirit. And so humility helps us to be reminded that there is nothing new under the sun and that our hearts can be tainted by what we allow downloaded through our eye gates, our ear gates, conversations that we have, information that we allow people to just um, download into our spirits, and then whatever we decide to meditate on. Because just because the, the thought pops in our mind doesn't mean we have to allow it to stay in our mind. We can take those thoughts captive and allow those thoughts to be obedient to the word of God so that we are meditating on things that please him. And when we meditate on things that please him, it changes the condition of our hearts and what we actually think and how we act. A lot of things come from the heart. A lot of things that we do comes from the condition of our hearts. So it's good to have a heart detox by allowing God to search it and bring things to our revelation so that we can repent and turn to him and get back on track. So the process of having him search our heart, it also involves Holy Spirit convicting us because he convicts us when we're out of order. He convicts us when we're sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We're sensitive to the things that are not of God. And then we ask God to search our heart to even reveal where is this coming from? Because there's usually a root to the sin that we do, whether it's pride 
unforgiveness. And so if we want to get to the root of it, we ask God to search our hearts and he will reveal it. He will reveal our hearts. And the way to overcome a negative heart, a heart that's hardened, is to get into a place of repentance. Going to God and repenting for what you are aware of in the heart and denying ourselves our sinful nature and taking up our crosses and doing it God's way. That involves renewing our minds intentionally throughout the day. We might have to renew our minds 50 times a day to make sure our hearts are pure. And when we renew our minds, we're renewing it on God's word. And that is the process of detoxing our hearts from negativity. Because we are new creations, but it doesn't mean our thoughts are new. It doesn't mean our hearts are being processed and searched on a regular basis. We have to be intentional about allowing God to search our hearts. And if we're prideful, most times we're not going to ask him to search our our hearts. A lot of times we're not going to have a contrite spirit if we struggle with pride. Because pride blocks it. Pride doesn't want freedom. Pride wants bondage. Pride wants unforgiveness. Pride wants selfishness. Pride wants us to be in a state of sin. But God wants us to come to him and have him search our hearts. So if pride is leading us, that we destroy it in Jesus' name, through the word of God, through repentance, through humility and yielding our hearts to the things of God, even the things that are difficult to do. That we say, Lord, help me to do what I'm unable to do in the natural. The more we go to him for help, the more we're at a place of humility. And it allows us to be at a posture of asking him to search our hearts. Another thing is that if we have bad attitudes, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. And if we have God search our hearts, he will show us where that started. When did you become angry? Okay, let's get to that root. Let's forgive. Let's repent. Let's start to receive the unconditional love of God. Now give it away. Give it back to others. Share that love. And that's why we want to get to the heart. Because if we get to the heart, we can destroy the root in Jesus' name. We, we, we can destroy what caused it in Jesus' name by renewing our minds and getting back on track as to how we're now going to process whatever that was that caused us to get there. And so we should always want God to search our hearts so that we're in a place of pleasing him and not ourselves. And this will also help us to not become stumbling blocks in the lives of others. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for searching our hearts for helping us to have a contrite spirit and a broken heart, Lord, for sin, things that are not of you, Lord. 
We thank you for helping us to be reminded that we need you in all that we do. And that we're grateful that we have Holy Spirit to convict us and help us get back on track. We thank you for giving us a guide, your word, to show us how to live this life out so that we're pleasing you and that we're fruitful while we're here on this earth. We thank you for the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. We thank you that you redeemed us from the curse. And Lord, we just thank you for giving us purpose, purpose here on this earth that points back to you and not us. We give you the glory and honor for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.